This week on Nintendo Main, we actually found some NES classics. And sorry we didn't get to you sooner, but couldn't get more than 20 inches away from Nintendo Main, episode 46. We are your hosts, myself, Trey Johnson, and... Jeremy, NES Classic Edition, Mikowski. <laughs> NES Classic Edition. That's good. my new middle. Uh, uh, Trey, two-foot cord, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that just... Yeah. <laughs> well, that's an awful nickname. So yeah, we get we got NES classics. Um, I was uh, I know last week we said that we were going to get them, but from what I heard, it was difficult for a lot of people to get them. But we lucked out to get them. But uh, so consider this a gloat cast. Well, <laughs> well, I don't. Let's we'll try wanna, not to gloat too much. I don't. I don't want to be a dick about it. I mean, because it sucks that not a lot really. of people didn't get one. But let's uh, let's just do uh, let's do news and games really quick, and then we'll get into our NES classic stuff. All right. Is there any news that I missed? For this week, I don't. I don't. I remember. Aside from the NES releasing, other than a virtual anything, console, and stuff like that. Caught. Well, yeah. Let's talk about virtual console. Uh, two big games came out this week, right? Or was it three? Because I know uh, Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles, which I just bought, is now available on virtual console. Right. We were just talking about that on Halloween. Yeah, which I bought for eight dollars, and it's twenty on virtual console. So I don't feel that bad about ordering it. You shouldn't. Plus, you own the. Yeah. Copy of Plus, it. I have a disc now, but it's just funny that I bought it, and then like a couple days after I bought it, it showed up on Virtual Console. And also, one of my favorite Wii games, uh, Rhythm Heaven Fever, is on there for twenty bucks, which I think is a little pricey, but that game is awesome. Like, if you want to play a Rhythm Heaven game, I totally recommend it. It's super fun for the ease of access. Twenty yeah. bucks is worth it for ease of access, and it's a shitload of fun, and it's long, and it's difficult, and I don't think I've ever completely made it through any Rhythm Heaven game just because there's so many games in those games. Like, it seems like, especially with the new one, it's like, you beat the game, and it's like, oh, no, wait, no, there's a here, oh, here's a whole nother, twice the games that we had before. And it's like, oh, you beat the game. It's like, oh, no, no, here's another set of games. It's the same as what was before, and it just keeps, like, going and going and going. Especially with Mega Mix on 3DS. Like, I couldn't, I haven't seen the end of that. And some of them get, like, get to the point where they're just too tough, you know? It's hard for me to continue on. Or you need, you need a lot of dedication. You gotta really gotta put into it to... You kind of get to like it. bottlenecks because you'll have you'll have to beat something to to progress, right? Yeah, you do. But actually, what is good about those games is if like you fail if you fail something like two or three times, they'll give you a free pass and you can move on. So if you so if you oh. play it if you play it enough, you can get through the whole thing without beating everything. But it still gets kind of difficult if you suck at everything and you have to fail things multiple times before you pass. It does kind of put like a little makes the game not as fun. You know, if you can't, if you can't figure it out, but I under, I hundred percent recommend Rhythm Heaven Fever. If you don't have it, you should check it out. And I felt like there was a third one in there too. There was another Wii game that they added. If I felt like there was a lot that they put on this week. Do you remember what the other one was? I thought there was a third one. I don't remember, man. I, I feel like we didn't even mention stuff last week that came out. What, like three on three? <laughs> the basketball. Yeah, game. we did not mention. We did not mention three on three. Yeah, speaking speaking of basketball games, well, we said that we always skip basketball games because we uh, we skipped it for the when we did the the uh, switch reveal. We didn't talk about the basketball game that was in there because you know who cares. 
But yeah, three and three's on there if you wanted to play that. That's a square game, right? It is. And it's a couple of Final Fantasy guys in there. I think so. Yeah, it was a kind of an arcadey basketball game. I've never played it, but yeah, I heard it was all right. Actually, I mean, people people seem to like it. If you're into those arcadey basketball games like NBA Jam and stuff, I think it's you know maybe not quite the same thing, but it's supposedly got those kind of fantastic elements to it. Plus, you're you're in the Mario universe, so of course there's going to be power ups and stuff. Yeah. And it's a little more 3D, and I I, th- I remember it getting reviewed like fairly well when it came out. I do remember being pretty surprised hearing about it and thinking, wait, a square basketball game. It's like they had the mashup of Super Mario RPG back in the day, and then it was like, now we're going to do a Mario Square sports mashup. Yeah. Well, you can never really tell with Square nowadays. They put all sorts of weird things out. I mean, and they like, were putting what? weird things out before too. Like I think they've got like on the original NES, they've got like a fortune teller. I can't oh, remember yeah. what the game's called, but it's just well, like, like a fortune teller game. Yeah, well, well, like Rise of the Tomb Raider, that's a square game, right now. Yeah, and um, was it, like I said last time, uh, like Deus Ex, that's made by Square also. So they've they've got their hands in a lot of weird things nowadays. Not that those games are weird, but it's just not what you expect would have would have expected from Square, like in '90s time or something. Back when they were, you know, more RPG oriented. When was that uh, Mario game? That had to have been like 2006 or 2007, right? The basketball game. Yeah, I don't know. It was. I'm uh, thinking that's about the time. It was like a mid. I thought it was like a midlife of the DS game because the DS oh. originally came out in 2004, and I thought it was a few years into the life of it that Mario Hoops Four by Four, whatever it's called, came out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like a three on three was kind of a later was a later DS release. That's what it felt like. Like it was kind of towards the end, around the time when the three DS launched. That's what I thought. But I might be wrong. Yeah, I'd have to actually boot up my Wii U to find out what all came out. But yeah, mine mine's actually not mine's actually not plugged in because I brought it to because uh, I took it to the to the WRT radio thing so people could play it. You got to talk about that at some point. Yeah. Oh, I guess it, I guess it was only two. Oh, there was Mega Man X three came out in Super Nintendo for uh, the 3DS. So there's finally a new Super Nintendo 3DS game. But uh, yeah, it it was a. Uh, I mean, it kind of like nobody nobody really showed up. Like it was mostly just like a couple of my friends. So it wasn't as big as I hoped it to be. But it I was also I also kind of figured it was under the shadow of like the results of the election and all that. I kind of I figured that not everybody was really coming out because of that. Right, tragi- that and tragedy then also that in Chicago, right? Even in Chicago, just a couple of weeks before, you had that gigantic like all the Cubs stuff. Well, less than a couple of weeks. You know? Yeah, I mean all the, the Cubs the, shit going down. So like people are kind of just like burn out on everything. I think. Yeah, I mean, I I got like maybe like I got maybe like six or seven of my friends to come out, and the couple people that were already there, I got them to stick around and hang out and play Smash Brothers for a while. So that was cool, like guys that I didn't know, and they liked the music and all that. So you were rocking out music the whole time? Yeah, I played music, and I hooked up my Wii U to, there's a projector there, so I hooked up the Wii U and projected Smash Brothers on the wall, and it was really big, and we we played Smash Brothers. And there were like three guys, oh. they were just there by themselves, and I got them into it, and they liked it, and they were playing Smash Brothers, so... So I got I got a couple guys to you know to be into it, and they were like you know they're like oh we should do this every week, and I'm like well you know that's up to the owners, but I was hoping to try <laughs> Pitching that to the owner. Yeah, I was trying, but I was yeah I was like you know I felt like something like that it's it's kind of needs to be something that's you know this like every week to kind of like catch on you know needs to kind of go for a while for people to hear about it. But I mentioned to the people who were in the who were in the restaurant just there to eat, and they're like yeah that's cool I can't do it tonight but I do it another time you know like seems that people were for it so. 
So I don't know, but yeah, it was. I, I honestly, after yeah, after all of the turmoil of the state of our country and all that, <laughs> it was kind of like I didn't yeah. expect anybody to come out because everybody was pretty was pretty upset about it. Which I don't want. I don't want to get super political on our podcast. Our podcast is about nice things, <laughs> things, things that make us feel better. You know, I but it's wanna, not. I don't want. I don't want to bump any surprise to any listener that Chicago was a site of a lot of protesting. Yeah, I actually, I actually did protest on Wednesday. So I, I was right in the middle of that of the protesting, which was nice. So I mean, it, people didn't want to take time out to play video games; they wanted to protest a little bit more, or yeah. they wanted to just hide their head in their pillow and yeah, forget about things. I mean, that's basically what I was doing on Wednesday: was hiding my head in my pillow, and it was too depressing, so I went to a protest <laughs> to make myself feel better. <laughs> and it, it worked, you know. I, I went, I went there, and there, there was a lot of people there. And I mean, Chicago is such a blue area that it's like. You know, it's pretty, it felt like kind of we were protesting in a bubble because everybody's like, yeah, yeah, we're with you. It sucks. You know, I didn't really yeah. see anybody being like, oh, they're being shitty. You know, everybody. And we were like walking down, we were like walking down the street, like in the middle of the street, like walking by cars and like, you know, shaking hands with people in their cars. And they were like honking, they were like honking their horns and like standing on the cars and like, you know, yelling at us like in a good way, you know, cheering us on and all that. So, like, nobody seemed pissed off at all that we were stopping traffic to say fuck Trump and all that. So, it was a good recovery, I guess, from uh, from the results and all that, even though it's still. I'm sure it was cathartic, and I'm sure that seeing all those faces of people that didn't feel this, or rather that felt the same way you did, was a little helpful, too. Yeah. You know, it, it helped to see that so many people came out, and there was, like, a lot, a lot of people there. And we walked around. I felt like we covered most of downtown. Like, we walked so much. Like, I... My body was killing me afterwards, but yeah. I saw we, some we of it all uh, over the place. live streamed on Facebook, and it was crazy seeing like where I had just been a month before. Yeah. Because I was there. I was at the Chicago Theater for a concert, and like the live video I was watching, they walk right by the Chicago Theater on their way to, to the Trump Tower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we like started the Trump Tower and then worked around and then came back to it and then worked around again and... We kept going in circles, but we walked like down Lakeshore Drive with that was pretty awesome. Like walked in the middle of the street of Lakeshore Drive, you know, and all the cars were stopped and we walked like right into traffic and nobody was trying to hit us or anything like that. And, you know, everybody seemed to be. Is Lakeshore Drive what 55 turns into? Yeah, Lakeshore Drive's like that main drag that goes like right next to the lake. It's like really, it's really pretty to drive, to drive through. BF 55 becomes Lakeshore Drive, but yeah, enough of, <laughs> enough of the politics stuff. But, but back to the game. But yeah, that's what, but yeah, that's what I did. Um, yeah, as far as, I guess the other, the other release must have been from the week before. I just looked at, I just looked at it, an eShop thing. Cause as it says is, uh, it was just Rhythm Heaven Fever and Resident Evil. So I thought there but, was something that I, maybe I'd missed. And maybe that was the three on three. Remember a couple of predictions we made in our last podcast. I'm just going to mention one of them sure. that came true. Is that we, there was a new president elected. So you should listen <laughs> to us because we know what's happening in the world. Yeah. We, we, yes, we do. We, and we actually made a couple mentions of the, uh, scariness of that. So maybe we knew that too. <laughs> Even on our Halloween episode, <laughs> you know, I said that, cause you said it was a scary time. And I said, because I said, what, because of the election. And, and we mentioned it again, the last one. I don't remember in what way, but we've done it a couple times. But yeah, that happened. But on the bright side, on the bright side, we got NES classics. So we'll talk about we that did. later. And actually, I bought, uh, did you buy anything else for the week? Did you, did you get any other games? No, I've been sitting on my cloud. 
I went, I double dipped in the in the buy two get one free Target thing. So I went back over there and bought. Actually, I, I mixed it with the Amiibo because you can mix Amiibo with games. I bought an Amiibo Festival, Animal Crossing Amiibo Best Festival. So I got two Amiibo with that, and I bought Waluigi and Daisy. So I got two more Amiibo. So I basically got that for like thirty some bucks because one of the Amiibo was free. And then I walked over to the GameStop because I wanted Boo and I couldn't find Boo there. So I went all the way to GameStop. And I found Boo, and I found Robin. They just they just re-released Robin, the Fire Emblem Amiibo. So, oh, nice. It was a good haul. I ended up getting five Amiibo for about fifty bucks, and I pretty much got Amiibo Cross or uh, Amiibo Festival for free, the Animal Crossing game. And I yeah, because you just get yeah. the Amiibo, yeah. And I and I played it for a while. I understand. Uh, I understand why people are dogging on it. The most annoying thing <laughs> about it, well, I mean, I I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily a bad game. But the most annoying thing about it is like nothing's not everything's available at the beginning, so you have to play this like kind of tedious uh, board game multiple times, like multiple times before you can unlock like one other game. It's like really annoying. But once you get that survival game, that survival survival game is cool. Like that's kind of how I got it. Well, the reason I got it was for the um, for the Desert Island game, which is available on Animal Crossing now on 3DS. I don't know if you unlocked that yet on the update. Well, speaking of survival, I, I, I'm a dummy because I did forget that I did buy another game. Uh, I bought Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Yeah, should... you bought, yeah, you bought Minecraft. And we played we so played around buy, with it a I little bit online. I did buy another game since the last cast. And I, I just... Yeah, yeah, we... I found Minecraft, rather than go through the, uh, the buy to get one, which was very appealing, but I didn't get... I don't know. I, did, I just didn't do it. Um, I found... A used copy on eBay for twenty two dollars with shipping, I think. So oh, okay. for me, that was worth it because you know I saved sure. eight bucks just downloading yeah. it and I a physical copy of it. Yeah, I mean it's thirty. Yeah, I think it's thirty new. But yeah, you still you ordered it and got it, and and we played a lot. We played online a little bit for it, and then my, inter- my yeah my internet kind of crashed after that, so I wasn't able to get back on for that night. It wasn't working for whatever reason. But yeah, it was it was it was fun. I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. But voice chat, man, it's something you can do on Wii U for one game. Well, I think I think the yeah, one I call it's, it seems a little iffy to me. Like you couldn't hear me very well for a little while, and well, I didn't. I when I put my headphones on, I could hear you better because I was listening to you through the TV, and that was when I couldn't really hear you. Oh, so everybody heard me talking about Minecraft <laughs> for a minute, but then but then I used a headset, and then <laughs> not like not like when you were telling me about finding wool and stuff like that but when i first when we first got it talking i couldn't hear you because the music was louder than you on the tv so i turned oh, the right. music so i turned the music off and then i put a headset on and when i put a headset on it was fine but when i was trying to listen to it through the tv that was kind of weird so i so i found it better to just i just used the headset that came with my with my phone and that worked fine just through the just through the controller it doesn't seem like so. you can use the microphone that's on a cell phone headset you still have to use the microphone that's in the, the game pad, but it's Are right you? in front of your face anyway. Oh, okay. Well, it seems I th- like it. I thought that you could, but I don't know. I think I've just I don't put think it, so I th- because I yeah. I think that's just a straight up audio port on the the game pad, so it wouldn't transfer the microphone. Oh, as well. I thought yeah, I thought that you could because I thought there were some headsets released for when uh, Call of Duty Ghosts came out, like way back when, because you oh. could do voice chat on that. I had no idea. Yeah, and I heard that there was some way that you could plug right into it and do it through. And and I, I thought I read somewhere that you could actually use the Apple ones, the ones that have the mic and the earphone. So most I th- most I uh, that it worked. Headphones that come with, you know, you'll get a free set of earbuds with 
Oh, they they all have they probably all have mics in the headphone, right? They're yeah, and I was cord. using my uh, Samsung earbuds that day, and it, it just didn't seem like it to me because you couldn't hear me. And then I like leaned really close to the gamepad and like oh, okay. kind of yelled into it. And then... Yeah, when we first started, I couldn't really hear it, but then I could hear it after that. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to play around with it some more and, and figure it out. I, I will I say like... I like I do like the the Wii U version of Minecraft. I'm a fan. Does it? I mean, is it a lot different from the other ones? Well, to be honest, played? it feels different, but only because it's been updated a lot since I was playing the 360 version. So they've updated. It's essentially the same game that was on the 360. You know, it's not the same version you would get if you had a PS4 or a, an Xbox because those maps are a lot bigger. So what yeah. we have is like it's a last generation version of the console Minecraft, which it's kind of convoluted in its own way. Because if you play on the PC, you're going to get a superior version to what even what's on current gen consoles. Yeah, and that's basically that's basically draw distance though, because Minecraft is not a pretty game. Mm-hmm. Not just draw distance; it's actual <laughs> it's not, size. It's not, oh, okay, draw distance and so, map size. I'm just saying because the the textures aren't pretty like at all, and I think that's what they're trying to go for. You know, like the I mean, I would say like the simplicity of oh, it. Oh, absolutely. You know? I'm saying I, I don't think it actually looks like it looks like a good game. It looks like a very basic like Doom type game from like the 90s. It would you know just from well, it's that's supposed why supposed to be a 16-bit 3D kind of game. That's kind oh, of okay. That's the idea. Yeah, because I remember when I first saw it, I didn't know what it was. Like I thought it was it was a mod that somebody did. Somebody made Call of Duty look crap, look like crap or something like that. Well, it <laughs> like did made kind it look... of start out as a mod. So yeah, know, it did start off as a mod. Yeah. Sure, but it was yeah. based off of the architecture of some other like freeware games that were out at the time. But this was back in like 2008 or 2009. So that was a while ago. Sure, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun to play online. We'll uh, we'll do it again. Maybe try to capture something at some point and put it out there for the for the people who like to watch that sort of thing. Um, I I was I I went out. Uh, I was promoting the thing at the at the bar, and I dropped into my to one of the used video game places over by me, and I ended up buying a couple games there. I bought. I found Ken Griffey Jr. winning run, <laughs> the sequel to the other one. That oh, you got the sequel. Yeah, I found it for like five bucks, so I picked it up. Oh, uh, the rare, really? Five the bucks? rare, the rare version. Yeah, and it's good. I mean, well, it's I, I suck at those games, so it looks better hard, though. Right? It's hard, it but lot. it's more. It's it's a it's more of a uh, simulation. That one is the rare one is. So like everything looks more like photorealistic. It doesn't have like the arcadey charm of the one before that. So I kind of like the one before it better. Like it doesn't have that whole like all star baseball arcade thing. You know they've kind of did away with that, and now it's just like more of a traditional simulation uh, baseball game. But it looks really good. Like I thought really the, gra- the, the graphics are pretty good too. Yeah, I couldn't find a I couldn't find the home run derby on uh, Winning Run. I don't know if it's if it's in there. I've put I'm, it's hidden because I went through all the modes and I and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I thought maybe it was maybe it was taken out, or maybe maybe they don't have it, or maybe you, have to, uh, you unlock it later or something, or maybe it's in a, I don't know, maybe it's hidden, and it's somewhere in the menu that I couldn't find. But yes, I uh, I suck worse I suck worse at that one than I do the one before because I feel like the fielding is a little bit easier in the um, in the first Ken Griffey Jr. game, probably just because I played it a lot more. But it's cool to have it now. You mean so. as far as like once you catch the ball, like throwing it to the other person and stuff like that, that's easier in the first one. I mean, like catching the ball in general. Like it, I feel like okay. it's it's easier for me to get under the ball, like in the field, to get people out because I had a hard time catching like catching the ball in the outfield in the other one. 
Like throwing oh, it work yeah. throwing it works the same. You still like hit B and push and put a direction and it still will throw to whatever base you you know, the pad is the basis. It's like right is first and up is second. Which is how it's been in a lot that. of baseball games for yeah, a long it's been, time. Yeah, I think it's been like that in every baseball game since the beginning of time. Or since the beginning of baseball games. But I don't know, like I, I feel like because when it when you when you hit the ball in the first Ken Griffey Jr. It basically shows like it shows your character as a dot on the field, and it shows where the ball's going to land. And you try to line yourself up with that dot, and I just I don't know. I felt in the new one I couldn't really see the dot where the ball was going to land, or it went too quick, or something. But I could never catch anything in the outfield, so it made the game a lot harder for me because I because it's really it's hard already to get to get outs against the computer, you know. And it was hard for me to hit anything. There was like an inning where I I could not get three outs for the life of me. I think I I think they scored like twenty times on me, <laughs> like while I was trying to fucking strike out. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, it's, it was one of those things that I just wanted to play it, and it was five dollars, so I picked it up. But well, cooler, good call, man, because we talked yeah. about it for a while. Yeah. yeah, that's why I was like when I went in there, I was like, man, I should see if they have that game because because it's a sports game. I'm like, I should be able to get it for a couple dollars. You know, I mean, it's a Nintendo sports game, but I don't think anybody really cares about King Griffey Jr. So, yeah, I found it for five bucks. But more importantly, I found I found a little game called Jurassic Park for Super Nintendo. Have you ever played that game? Yeah. Yeah, that game is awesome. I, I forgot. Like, I used to play the crap out of it when I was in high school, and I never owned it, but a friend of mine lent it to me. And uh, it's like uh, it's like Wolfenstein, like on Super Nintendo. Like, it looks it looks great. And you can play it with the mouse. You can actually play it with the mouse that came with uh, Paper Mario, which is awesome. And oh, I cool! Have that, I, I, have no that, I have that. I have that mouse now. Yeah, you can use the mouse for the for the first person shooter stuff that's inside with the dinosaurs. The the wow! So it's like an archaic PC game. Yeah, pretty much. It looks great though. It looks like it looks like Wolfenstein One, like the like the whole the dinosaurs and all that. It looks. I think it looks just as good as Wolfenstein looked on the on the PC. But yeah, that's a game I'd forgotten about, and I bought it for I don't know. I think I got it for like six or seven bucks. But yeah, that game's awesome. Like I forgot how great that, how much I like that game, and it has mouse control, <laughs> which is which is uh, pretty one of, neat. One of my favorite things that I ever and it just brought it back uh, when you said Jurassic Park on the Super Nintendo. One of my favorite things I ever remember seeing online was uh, a few years ago, somebody decided that they were going to post a picture or they were going to try to sell a refrigerator, and so it's a refrigerator full of Jurassic Park. Super Nintendo cartridges. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can look this up online if you want. Just look up fridge or refrigerator. <laughs> Super Nintendo. It was back in like 2013 to 2015. Oh, wow! I'm seeing a few different articles of it. But someone was literally selling a refrigerator full of Jurassic Park SNES cartridges. There's over a hundred of them. Some of them <laughs> have boxes. Some of them don't. But it's just multiple copies of that game. And they're like in the uh, the drawer on the side, you know, and then like in the butter the butter spot in the fridge. There's like four of them stacked on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that ex- that explains why it was so cheap. Because <laughs> apparently uh, somebody I, I don't know somebody bought that fridge or somebody had enough to do to fill a fridge with them. So there must have been a lot of them out in the wild. It must it must have sold. They were selling it for uh, fifteen hundred dollars on eBay. Does the fridge work? <laughs> I don't know. This is like. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Like this is something that I just remember seeing on the internet a few years ago, and I'm finding like old posts about it. But I don't know if they ever actually sold the fridge. But I'm looking at picture right now, and there's gotta be it's gotta be at least a hundred cartridges inside of it. And then they've got a uh, in one part of the freezer, they've got a bottle of Bacardi. 
and everything else is Jurassic Park cartridges. And then well, in, like the crisp drawer, it's full of the uh, boxed copies. Nice. Well, at least they, uh, <laughs> at least they, at least they got some class, you know. Like Jurassic Park and Bacardi, that's like a good night there. I think hundreds of Jurassic Park cartridges and a bottle of Bacardi, <laughs> you, you, you'll be having a good time. <laughs> Especially you have if you have hundreds of TVs and hundreds of Super Nintendos with mouses or, or mice or however. I think you the know. real thing with, is with maybe mice, you could just be like you try throwing eh, your eh. cartridge. Yeah, <laughs> play all. Throw your cartridge in the fridge for a couple hours and see if it's more fun after you like to play it. <laughs> well, I did. I did have a hard time getting it to start when I first got it because I had to, I had to clean it a little bit. So maybe it plays better if it's colder. <laughs> maybe yeah. I should try uh, taking the temperature down on the cart and then maybe it'll it'll boot easier. But I, I, yeah, I guess I had, for a while I had to scrub, were, had to scrub like, the connectors for a little bit before it got it to work. But it works like a charm now. I guess for a while, like there were only a couple of copies, and no one could find any. And then they managed to find one that was preserved in amber, and they uh, <laughs> took some I of the thought, DNA from the cartridge and made a bunch of clones of it. I thought you were going to say that you couldn't find any of them because some fucker bought like fifteen hundred of them and stuck them in a fridge. <laughs> now that I'm looking at the Bacardi, it's. Not Bacardi Silver, it's Bacardi Amber. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Bacardi Amber. I wonder, after you saying that fridge thing, there's got to be somebody that like took a Jurassic Park Super Nintendo cartridge and, and ambered it <laughs> just for whatever That'd reason. That'd be a swell paperweight. Yeah, <laughs> they could make it, they could make it amber. That fridge thing is pretty ridiculous. But aside from that, I hope I, I hope that wasn't a joke on the game, that they didn't like the game, because I thought the game's pretty awesome for, for the time. I think it had some pretty great Must graphics be, for Super Nintendo. I mean, it was the, what, it would have been the first or second year the Super Nintendo was around. But it came out in 91, right? Or 90. Oh. In the US. We talked about this before. Oh. But uh, Jurassic the Park came Jurassic, out. In Jurassic Park? No, no, the SNES. In oh, no, the NES came out. The SNES came out in 90, I thought. 90 or 91. Okay. We've, t- we've talked yeah, about this a bunch of times. So we should remember it. So Jurassic Park itself came out, you know, a couple years into the lifespan of the SNES of so they would have had a huge install base, and it would have been probably what a holiday release to coincide with the movie. So I'm sure there's a ton of. These. Oh, I think yes. a, yeah, Let's I see. think a, I think a lot of people bought it, so I think it sold. See really another well. picture online of a guy in a bathtub full of <laughs> Jurassic Park cartridges. All right, I guess there's a lot of Jurassic Park cartridges in the world. <laughs> well, I have one, I have one now, so that's cool. I'm I'm excited about it, but I didn't know that that there was so much abundance that people were like taking baths in it and all that <laughs> i mean i was in high school i thought i thought it was like i mean i would guess that it was probably like that it would have come out in like 94 or 95 is what i would guess but maybe that's oh. too, that might be too late for the jurassic park game because i remember playing it you might be thinking of lost world oh i never i never played that game oh. but i was saying i i oh, i was saying this is when i played the game it, it probably came out before that, but that was that was when I played it. Because when did when did Jurassic Park come out? Was it ninety three? Well, the movie came out. I thought the movie came out in ninety two. Oh, I mean, when did the game come out? That's what you're asking. Yeah, no, I'm asking when the movie came out because I, I don't know either. Yeah, no, the the movie was ninety three. Oh, okay. But as yep, far as that's the game, the old MDB. As far as the game, that's probably. I mean, did it come out in the same in the same game? Oh, I don't know. I tried to look it up, and it gave me the telltale version bah not that one <laughs> anyway do you remember it was developed by ocean software and released in 93 okay i don't think i played it till later because i didn't i didn't have it but a friend of mine had it and i played his copy of it and i really liked it and i felt like it was like kind of towards the end of the super nintendo when i played it but regardless it was it was a cool game it had some really really neat 
first person shooter stuff in it. The only the only major bummer about it is you have to play the whole game in one sitting. There's no there's no save system in it, and it's a pretty big game. That's my that's my main complaint. Oh, so you have to do it in one sitting, or you have to like leave your console on. Yeah, there's, there's no save system to it, so you have to play you have to play the whole thing in one sitting, and it's not that short of a game, you know. Which kind of sucks, but I'd like to. Uh, that's one. Of, that's on my list of a game that I'd like to beat because I I never beat it all the way. Like I think I I don't know. I think I remember I would just play it. I could only get so far. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to beat that whenever I get some time. That's that's on my list of, game, of old games. Oh, it's going on your list. Yeah, it's going on my list of games that I used to play that I never beat. So I'm gonna try to beat it. One more thing about Jurassic Park before we move on. Uh, do you remember there that there were two different versions of Jurassic Park for Genesis and Super Nintendo? Do you remember those commercials that they had in the 90s? I don't remember the commercials. I mean, that was a common thing back in the 90s. Well, there was a Sega commercial that was like, you know, talking shit on the Super Nintendo version. Because in the Sega in the Sega game, you could play as the Tyrannosaurus Rex, as a playable character. You could basically uh, play the game okay. as, like, Sam Neill's character, or you could play the game as the T-Rex. You know, and that was their big thing. Which I was like, okay, that's cool, you know. And then I played both versions. I'm like, no, the Super Nintendo one is way better, <laughs> you know, because of all the I'm, like, because all the cool like first person shooter stuff they put in there that looked awesome, you know, which I don't think Sega could have handled or the Genesis could have handled at the time. I'm just thinking they they would have had to have been made by. Oh yeah, so the one for Sega was made by Blue Sky. Yeah. So it was a different developer. I'm like, they couldn't have been like trashing their own game on a different console. Yeah, well, I mean, if so it was... Two different developers, kind of, more like, just like, buy this version of Jurassic Park game that we made. Yeah, well, it was just, it was just Sega being like, you know, Sega. <laughs> being like, we do it and Nintendo don't, and all that. I, uh, I, I saw there were some more, uh, there's some new, like, uh, discounts on the My Nintendo account. They've added a bunch of Metroid stuff. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no, I didn't see that. There's a bunch of percentages off of Metroid, so I went ahead and got... Super Metroid for the 3DS to play in the in the pixel perfect mode, and it looks really pretty. So I did that because it was like 30% off, so I got it for like five bucks, something like that. So, that was, but that was the last of my purchases for the week, I think. And I was planning on not purchasing anything because I was going to get the NES Classic, but you know, sometimes you gotta buy some Amiibo for free or pick up Jurassic Park <laughs> when you find it at a used game store. <laughs> Don't let the moment be wasted. Yeah. Well, uh, do you want to do you want to take a break and head into the topic? Sounds good to me, man. All right, cool. We'll be right back. found uh nes classics which is awesome i was uh, i was getting scared for a minute like i said before i don't want to get into it with the, with the disappointment of the week i was like man i hope i can at least get an nes classic if i don't if i can't get that either then fuck what happened but we got one it seems like your fears were justified though because i'm reading a lot of stuff online about how these things are hard to get a hold of right now oh, at yeah. least right now 
Yeah, speaking of which, uh, before I forget, I uh, I put up a thing on the on the Facebook forum, just asking people to share their stories with me, you know, and that I'd use them on the show. And uh, seems like yeah, seemed like most people did not get any. There was uh, there there's only a few that I actually got stories from. And uh, yeah, there was there was one guy who drove said he drove thirty miles to the local GameStop, and I'm paraphrasing these. And he and he said that they they he got shot down there. But then an eight-year-old, an eight-year-old came in and she asked for one from that from the counter, and you know, they broke her heart as well. Oh, so, which uh, which sucks. Uh, another another guy, I know there's another guy who said, who said he actually got one from from Amazon. Believe it or oh, not. Oh, really? Yeah. You met someone. You talked to someone. You well, know so, someone. Yeah. Somebody commented and said that they got one from. He says I went to Walmart at six thirty a.m. They open at seven. We arrived. They had already let folks in. Somebody said, uh, I got the last ticket. So then they left. Uh, get, get to work at 8.30. Found out found out about the limited stock on Amazon, which was 5 o'clock their time. I thought it was 2. was Pacific, so I didn't figure it out. I actually checked at like 2.30, and I was like, ah, it's still not up there. It must be gone. It would have been 4 hour time. Yeah, it would have been 4 hour time. So it said 5, so they must have been in uh, East Coast. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, they said uh, started started looking at 4.50, refreshing the page every 30 seconds. Until until five, where they start 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 refreshing it. And then he said, uh, "Open the see all buying options link in a new tab," and then they found it. It was at the top of the list, and they were able to get it. But they're not going to get it until Wednesday. <laughs> wow, that was smart though. That it's the downside, but that's how they made it through and actually. Got they were work. they were doing it on a PC. I tried the Amazon yeah. method because I'm greedy. Not just because I'm greedy, but because I want another. I wanted another. Wanted to, <laughs> yeah. I, I tried. To, I tried to get a second one also, just for and, the uh, many times that I mentioned for Christmas presents. But my friend Kyle and myself both were as of three fifty eight. We were refreshing the page like every five seconds on our phones. And, uh, there was definitely a point right at four o'clock when something changed because the, the page would not load as quickly, and then it then it wouldn't load at all, and it was giving us an error message like, "Oops, sorry, we've run into an error." Like I've never seen that. And uh, I kept getting either that, and then after a while, it actually said product available, and I would click add to cart, and then it would go back to the oops page. Yeah. And I would hit back and refresh to make sure I wasn't just going back to an archive back version of the page or whatever. I'd refresh it, it would say it was available, and I just I tried for five or ten minutes, and it was right at the start of my work shift, so I actually had work to do. Oh, yeah. And so my coworkers like, eh, I mean, I understand you want this, but... We kind of have to work. I'm like, yeah, I know we have to work. So <laughs> yeah. after about three or four minutes, you know, get back which, to work, which is a which three or four minutes is a lifetime when you're you work line busy restaurant. Uh, I had to I had to keep making food to feed the feed the masses. So. Oh sure. But by by the time I checked it again, you know, at four o five, it was saying it was unavailable. That there were no stop. There was no stops. Sure. Whatever hiccups were going on with Amazon's actual system and the the huge influx of people trying to get to that page all at the same time. That all happened in the span of a few minutes, and then it was done. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. That guy that got I, it. His... I heard a rumor that they may have only had you know a single digit number, but knowing someone from the NVC page got one, maybe there was more. Just yeah. because the likelihood of one of ten or whatever just happened to be one of those people's sure too slim. So they must have had more than they must have had a decent amount. But anyone in the world could have been. Sure. It was uh, Colin Durstein was the one who sent the story. I just uh, 
thanks for commenting on the on the podcast. And yeah, uh, and Titus Simpkins was the one who uh, saw the saw the heartbreak of the eight year old girl <laughs> in, in GameStop. So thanks thanks for responding. I just wanted to mention you guys' names, so you know, in case you listen that that way, that we uh, read it read paraphrase your stories. But we appreciate you uh, commenting on the question and all that. But what about our stories on the uh, on how we got the NES Classic? Why don't, why don't you go first since you uh, got yours first? Yeah, I got mine like at midnight. On November 11th, so I got it like right when it was released. Um, I was at work the previous day talking to my friend about the Amazon event. He's like, "Well, you should just go to Walmart. They do midnight releases for video games." I was like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah, you might as well check." So I'm like, "All right, I'll go check." So I worked until so this would have been Thursday night. I worked until 11, hung out for a second, and went home. And I live about eh, less than 10 minutes from a Walmart. It's a pretty nice straight shot in my house. To the, this like kind of rural Walmart in central Illinois. Um, so I zoomed over there and I went into the Walmart. There weren't a lot of cars parked, you know, there. So I'm like, okay, this is a good sign. Either this is a good sign that there's not a lot of people here or they're not selling it. But I needed to buy a couple of things anyways. I'm like, you know, at least it won't be a wasted trip. I could buy some snacks or something. Sure. But, uh, so I go inside and I, and I like beeline straight to the, the electronics section. And I start looking around, and my, my thought was, first thought, go to where the, the Nintendo section is and see if there's empty space. So I was thinking yeah. they were going to have a lot of them, and they were going to have some kind of, like, display that they were going to set up for them. And no matter what, like, I, I looked all over the place, and I couldn't even find, like, an SKU, you know. They had this end cap that was a Genesis retro consoles. Yeah, yeah, those, those came gonna, out, too. I was like, are they going to reset this with the, uh, the NES Classic, or are they going to share this end cap with that, you know, I'm... I'm I'm just trying to like think like a retail person, even though that's not what I do. And uh, so I, I just kind of wandered around awkwardly for five or ten minutes before finally a, an employee walks by and he's like, "Hey, can I help you with anything?" And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, I, there's a new Nintendo thing coming out tomorrow." He's like, "Yep, the line's over there." I'm like, "Wait," and I realized there were three people sitting at the uh, photo kiosk where you can like print photos and stuff. Yeah, and he's like, "That's where the line is." I'm like, "Okay." So there are just three people sitting there. So I walk over, and it was a a guy and two girls, and the girls were kind of like talking, and they were like in really good spirits and kind of giggling and laughing. And I think they were just happy because they knew they were in line, and they knew there was a confirmation that there were consoles. So I walk up to him and I'm talking to him, and they were really nice to me and stuff, and I I chatted with them a little bit about the console. Come to find out, there were six copies. Six copies. There were six consoles um, at that Walmart. They had been to a couple of other WalMarts, and each of those only had three. So for some reason, this particular one had six. Wow! So I was the fourth person in line out of six consoles, and the way it worked was that if we were the only four people, then we each got one, and then would go back to the first person in line, and then they could buy two, and then the second person could buy two. You know what I mean? So oh, okay. So. so- I was like, kind of, sort of, I realized at that moment they were not that happy to see me walk up the fourth person in line because they were hoping they would each get <laughs> Oh, because, yeah, then they all get two. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well. But they were ni- they tough. were nice, though. They were nice, yeah. And so I stood there for a little while, and within five or, you know, this was about 12, or this was about 11.45 at this point. So we had to wait about 15 minutes. This other guy walked up, and he's like, is this the line? Which which side's the line? I'm like, behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not the first person in line. I'm the last person in line. Yeah. So uh, he got behind me and I started talking with him. And he was actually a truck driver for Walmart, did deliveries for them and stuff. Oh, wow. And he had found out this was the one to go to because they were going to have six copies. 
I thought you were gonna say that like he was the that he like delivered the copies there. He's like I drove. No, the, I, I don't. Think I so. drove them here, and I, I they told me that if I stood in line, I'd get to buy one. <laughs> you know, he was I getting see. ready to like clock in and like take a delivery somewhere. So he, he was there like pre the beginning of his shift. Oh yeah. Just so anyway, he was the he was the fifth person in line. So at that point. I, I, at that point, I'd already figured out the guy in the front of the line was like, oh, shit, please yeah. six person don't show up. Please six person don't show up. Yeah. So he was the one who was going to get the two cop. Yeah. Well, Did he end up uh, getting it? No. So, yeah. so they came over. <laughs> so the guy, the same guy that had directed me to the line came over. He said, All right, guys, well, follow me to the register. You still have to wait until midnight, but we're going to open a register just for this. So they actually yeah. opened one of the lanes just for us, and we stood in the lane for a little while, and then someone speaks up there. Actually, go over to lane 11. So I'm like, oh, shit. Everybody stay in the same order in line because there are five of us. Yeah. We have to all stand in the same order. So, like, you know, there's kind of a bustle. The guy in the very front, like, didn't even, like, go to the, you know, he, like, cut to the front of the store to get oh, yeah. to the lane from the front end. And uh, as we're walking over, the two girls in front of me that I originally mentioned were like, Grandma? And <laughs> there's this lady with, like, a full cart of groceries walking towards us. Hey, that's her grandma. And so I'm just kind of like, what? Like, I'm just not <laughs> okay. figuring out what's happening here. Well, turns out it was actually their grandmother. I'm sure it was. <laughs> Grandma? Huge, they, they, just do that, they just do that to random old people. <laughs> she had a huge, she had a huge, like, handle of tequila in her car. Nice. <laughs> Grandma, why do you have all that tequila? She's like, well, you know, I have the day off tomorrow. I like tequila. <laughs> and, yeah. and they're like, did you really think that was our grandma? And I was like, oh, I thought it might have been her nickname. They're like, no, that's a really our grandma, blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah, they're like Grandma, you should get in line for Nintendo. And Grandma's like, Nah, I don't really care about Nintendo. And they're like, What's Nintendo? And they like were saying, Oh, that system you should have had when we were kids. And uh, and then at that moment, a guy walked up. He's like, Is this a Nintendo line? Oh uh, yeah, the sixth guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he got in line, and we just kind of stood there and kind of shot the shit for a little while. And the truck driver guy and the sixth person in line guy started talking to me about the, uh, I think it's called the Retro Bit Generation. They were talking to me a little bit about that console that's supposed to be coming out soon or whatever that has like a hundred games on it. Oh yeah, I haven't heard about so that. We kinda, yeah, we talked about that a little bit. And uh, so anyway, that that's kind of the whole story. So finally, like you know, we look up and we see the. The uh, cashier like opens up the, the box. It's just one box with the six six systems in it. In it, we all look at. We're like craning our necks to just see it as he opens. He's unboxing the yeah. box. So I yeah. said, "We're seeing an unboxing of boxes." Yeah, and uh, yeah, he unboxed it. It was glorious as he pulled it up. I was like, "Oh, they're so small." Those boxes. And then we still so had tiny. to wait a couple more minutes, and finally they started ringing up. Yeah, dude managed to sell me the five years or the two year service plan for five. Oh, I don't really need. He's like, he was like, it's worth it. And I'm like, I was like on cloud nine because I knew I was buying a console. So I'm like, sure, give me the give me the service plan. Well, you know, with with how short that cable is, you might end up breaking it. <laughs> Maybe. Right. So I've got yeah, I've got a warranty on my console beyond just the Nintendo one. As the two girls or as the three people in front of me like got their consoles, I was like, congratulations, congratulations. You know, I was trying to say, trying to be in good spirit about it, and I was, I was kind of trying to like nerd out with everybody in the in the line with me, but none of them really seemed like they were like they knew what it was, but they hadn't like obsessed over it like I have. Oh sure. All the details in the pixel perfect mode and uh, how it comes with the HDMI cord, how it has yeah. four save slots for each game and stuff. So I was like trying to yeah. talk to them about that. Yeah, they're like. Oh, is Paperboy on there? You know, like, well, <laughs> no. no, I don't think Paperboy is on there. I mean, it would have been great if Paperboy could have been on there. Oh, is Dragon Warrior on there? No. Did they say that? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, it and this be. other guy was like, you know what game I wish was on there? Jackal. <laughs> Jackal. <laughs> yeah, I remember that game. You get, Did you tell him that he can get that on Virtual Console for Wii U? Because I think you can. No. I, th- I think Jackal's actually on there. So yes. I went, uh, I, I just, after I was given the game and my warranty, I just walked out with the biggest smile on my face. I can't believe I just happened to come here, like, almost kind of like gloating even to myself, like, you're a lucky motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, good thing you, you had the in yeah. the right place at the right time. Like you just happen to be like, let's just go to Walmart at midnight. Just hope that they're selling it. You know, it wasn't like that. Like I said, it wasn't that far out of my way. I had other stuff to buy, which I completely forgot. You know, once I got yeah. there, walked <laughs> yeah. out of the store without the cat litter and the, uh, the food I meant to buy. But I, uh, I bought it the next day. You guys go back. You guys go back in. <laughs> get more did you didn't buy you didn't buy an hdmi extension when you no they also didn't have any of the controllers so i wasn't able to get a second controller but i already have a a classic controller which i did actually use today with uh, my friend we played some two-player tech mobile oh cool yeah i used a classic controller today also just to try it out and it works good i like i like having the home button where you can reset it without touching the system yeah, that's nice. And I, I plugged the just for shits and giggles. I plugged the nunchuck in there, but it didn't do anything. Just to see, if, just to see if I could at least like move move around, but I couldn't move with it. So I tried that. Since I saw since someone on NBC posted something like, "What happens if I plug the nunchuck in?" And there are a lot of really hilarious yeah. replies. I I remember one. But... Yeah, people said like uh, Chuck Norris appears and kicks you in the face or something like that. <laughs> but I, I, but I was like, I should try it. I'm like, I wonder if you can like. Well, there's two buttons on the nunchuck. Uh-huh. And there's a stick, you know, that's, maybe you can at least move around, but no, you can't even move around, so I'm like. It's okay. one, one-handed NES. Yeah, I just thought maybe I could try it, you know, maybe I could just move back and forth, but I couldn't even move back and forth, so. There you go, that's what happens with the nunchuck. When I came home, I just kind of set it down and looked at it for a little while, and I knew I was going to plug it into my monitor on my desk, my computer monitor, because it's got HDMI on it. So I was just like, I don't really care about the length of this cord. Like, it doesn't really matter to me because I'm going to be within two feet of console at all times anyway while I'm playing it. So that hasn't been a problem. I did have, like, a serious moment of thinking, like, should I just not open this thing? Should I just hold on to it for a little while and see how rare it's going to be? But I quickly talked myself out. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to play this shit. Like, I want this. This is for me. It's, it's so gonna, I it up. Yeah. It's going to be rare for till whenever they send more out, you know. I don't think they're yeah. go I don't think they're going to try to go the route of like the GameCube adapter or anything like that where they're going to be like, "Oh, it it's only came out this one time and then we're not going to re-release it." This they already said that they're going to send more out before Christmas. So I have a feeling that by next year sometime you'll see like you'll see them around. You know, or you might even see them around by the end of the year if they make enough of them. I don't know. It's I don't think it's going to be something where it's like they'll, they'll make more of them if they're selling them. They'll make more of them. I mean, they'd be stupid not to. You know, wouldn't wouldn't make any sense. But tell me, I mean, you hopefully you feel the same way as me. You don't want to be that person to sell to sell it for a bunch of money just because you know you can buy it later. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't do that because I've had a couple of people I know. I'm not going to mention names who are just like sell it because they're going for up to like. Eh. They're going for a lot of money on the internet right oh, yeah, now because no, people yeah. people just think that maybe they're not going to get it and they have to have it for the holiday, you know. They have to have it for that Christmas gift. I think well, it's I, probably mainly what it is. I feel bad for anybody that pays three hundred dollars for a sixty dollars thing. I mean, that's that's a mar- that's a markup there. <laughs> that's that's a. I've seen it. That's like I've five seen it go times. For uh, yeah, over a grand on eBay, but I think it was a couple of days ago 
when that yeah. it's 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 dumb. Right I mean, now it's, it's just... hovering somewhere between 180 and like 500 depending on how you list it. Well, it's like uh you you remember Amiibo? Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of them sitting around now. It'll get there. Just, you know, just have patience or, you know, get or get lucky, I guess, and find one, you know. I don't know. I mean, if I was, I tried to buy, I mean, I tried to buy a second one, but I wasn't going to sell it if I did. It was just would, you know, would be one of the Christmas ones I could buy early in case That's, there weren't any at Christmas. But The main reason I wanted my second one was so that I would know that I had the gift one, you yeah. know. So I would know I had mine and the gift one. And right now I'm thinking if I can't get another one, maybe I'll just put it back in its package and give it as a gift because there's no seal in the package. Yeah, it's like uh it's like when I used to collect uh well I still collect toys. But but when I was in high school and I collected like 10-inch figures that came in boxes that you could open. They're like mint in box so you can take the figure out, and put it back in the box and sell it as new because there's no seals or anything like that that's broken. So, fun fact for box stuff and all that. I think that's why a lot of people keep the boxes of things cuz you could like mm-hmm. put it you could put it back together and sell it as new, you know. But I did realize sell it as mint or I whatever. thought maybe yeah, I thought maybe my uh Mario new 3DS was rare but they still have they still have those at Walmart, so. You know, I'm glad I bought it, but I didn't I did not find something rare. Yeah. Well, well, quick quick side note, we forgot it in the news, but there's a there's a $99 uh Black Friday Two two three DSs coming out, which is awesome. That's like the cheapest three DS has been been thus far. And it's the new three DS. Yeah, it's a new three DS, and there's a black one, a white one with these new plates or whatever. But they're ninety nine dollars, no free game, but still, that's pretty awesome. I think last year, what the two DS was the Black Friday deal, wasn't it? There there, there was a three DS XL deal as well that was like one forty, right? Oh, I, I don't remember. I don't remember what the Black Friday was last year. I think it was one. Like, it was like one forty for a 3ds XL, and then uh, I think you could get like a 2ds for something like sixty or seventy. You know, that was the big thing last year. Oh, maybe, maybe did this we mention it? Did we mention it on our? On our did we mention it on our cast? <laughs> we, we probably could, we did. Could go, we could go back and listen to it. I don't know. I don't know if we were uh, if we were that on top of news back then. Maybe try it out. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember what the Black Friday thing was last year. Because I remember I bought my, I bought my Wii U's a Black Friday thing, but I bought it after Black Friday because I kept the sale going. It was like you bought the Wii U and you got like a free fifty dollars gift card, so I ended up using that on Wind Waker, so I got Wind Waker for free. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been wondering if they're going to do any sort of bundles or anything like that. Probably not. Probably like the ninety nine dollar one is basically the best deal you're going to get for three DS. I'm wondering if those are going to not be available also, though. You know. I think the market's been pretty well saturated with different versions of the 3DS, so... Yeah. But somebody still might be trying to get $100 ones. I don't know. You, you can never tell. Well, like I told you, the the 150 model is still available, so... Yeah, I've seen know, it. I've seen it at Target. They, they getting have, it for 100 they though. Out there. Pretty big deal. Yeah. Like, I've, I've almost considered getting a $100 one. Just That'd be stupid, though, because then I have three 3DSs. I don't need three <laughs> is is that the uh, it's the XL too, right? The ninety nine dollar one is. I don't think there might there maybe there is a XL one. No, actually, you know what? I think no, it's it's not. The one I saw the, was a black. It's the it's, black new three DS, which I have the, the white one. It's the regular size one because it has a because it has a plate on it, it has an interchangeable plate. But it's the black one. Yeah, but it's the size of the one that you have. It just has a right. plate and has a black plate on it. Well, it's black, it's but, it has a, but it has. I know, yeah, but I'm saying you could take the plates off, but it is it is the smaller version. So if that matters, but I think it does. I think that's the one. I love my normal sized 3ds, yeah. new 3ds. 
After playing, honestly, after playing a lot of the Super Nintendo stuff that's a lot smaller, the uh, Pixel Perfect stuff, I'm really appreciating the, the XL because it's because it's this because the picture is a lot smaller on on that screen because of the 3ds Pixel Perfect stuff. So so I'm kind of yeah. glad that that I have that size because it's it's would have been it would be really small if it if it wasn't you know. So I appreciate I've been appreciating the size of 3ds XL. Well, you should tell your story of. Your NES Classic. Mine is not quite as exciting, I guess. I mean, I lucked out too. Like, I basically i had that I had that bar thing, you know, that I did. I wrapped that up kind of early, so I got back around like one thirty or so. So I went to bed. I went to bed then one thirty or two. I uh, got up at I got up at like seven seven twenty. Drove over drove over to Target at like seven thirty seven forty something like that. And there's like a huge line out there, and I'm like, shit, I'm probably not going to get one now. Yeah, you know, there's a ton of people out here. So I, I I basically park like I I drive by and like there's people who for, who work in Target like outside and they're like they're like go park and I'm like okay so I come out I bark and I get out of my car and I walk up to the person I like walk towards the line and the person's like uh, uh, here take this ticket if you want if you want an NES Classic and I'm like I'm gonna I'm like am yes. I gonna get I, I said am I gonna get one and they're like yeah if you have this ticket you're gonna get one and I'm like what okay cool and I took it and I stood in line and then you and peed I, your pants a little bit and I was like and I'm just like looking around and I'm like. Man, how many did they get? And like, uh, you know, people, maybe like 10 or 15 people behind me got in line and got tickets. And I saw two guys run at each other for the last ticket, which is pretty funny. Oh, like, really? Like, yeah, because like one guy was pulling in and he like had his window down and he asked the target. And he's like, what's going on? The lady's like, park your car right now. So he like parks his car and she's like, this is the last ticket. And him and some other guy. And he like sprinted and grabbed the ticket and the other guy didn't get it. It's like it felt kind of bad for the dude because he didn't. That sounds way more exciting than what I saw. But it was like uh, it was one of those things where it's like this is the last ticket. It's like what? And they just like one dude ran at it and grabbed it, and and then we all kind of waited in line for a while, and then they snaked us through the through the store, and we had you know they had little bags, they had like you had them in in, uh, paper bags that they just handed them to you, and you paid for it, and that's how you did it. And I asked them, you know, I asked them like how many did you get, and they said they got seventy five of them. That's like the most I've heard that anybody's had, you know, so far from what I've read online. That seems like a lot. Like, I feel like 10 was even a lot. Like, I called that resale shop. I called the exchange Thursday night and asked them how many they were getting, and they were getting two. I was like, oh, God. So I thought that maybe Target wasn't getting any, any either, but thankfully I, I lucked out, and they were getting a ton of them. And, yeah, the people behind me got, got them, too, you know, for the most part. So even though it was a huge line, I still got it. And it was funny seeing that one guy run at it. But, but yeah, I went I went through – actually, another thing uh, – who I which I corrected him on uh, Target, but the, one of the salesmen has been was telling people false information. He was telling everybody that you could use the pro, the pro controller with it because they I, I didn't guy. I didn't see any extra I didn't see any extra controllers. They said that when we were in the line, they're like, we got a couple extra controllers. If you have a ticket, you know, you're probably not going to get an extra controller. They're like, we only got a few of those, but we got a, but we got a bunch of the NES classics, so that's cool. And that's this guy was like, you know, because people would be like, "Can I get another controller?" And they're like, "No." And he's like, "He's like, but the pro controller works." And then when I got through the line, I'm like, "It's the classic controller, it's not the pro controller." And he's like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you need you need a plug. You have to plug it in. There's no plug for the pro controller." And he's like, "Are you sure?" I'm pretty sure it was pro. I was like, "Dude, you gotta have a. If it has a plug to go into a Wiimote, then it works." So, I'll tell you who's like, not I, a pro. That guy. I, I couldn't seem to convince him that the pro does not work <laughs> for the for the system, but. I bought the system there, and then I went and bought a ten foot HDMI cable, and like a and like a coupler, like a thing where I can plug it into another cable to make it even longer. 
So I, I went and got <laughs> I went and got an extension and I plugged it up to I plugged it into the TV in my room and laid in bed and played it for a while after I after I got it because I had a shoot I had a shoot to go to at it was supposed to be I had a call time at one o'clock but then that call time got pushed to seven so I was able to get up early and it was supposed to be kind of a late night shoot so I was able to I was able to like go get the NES Classic and then go back to bed and then get up and go to work so that so that was really cool like I got the Classic I played a couple games I took a nap and got up at like one thirty and then played some more and then went to work so. It worked out worked out really well for me because I had some time to play with it, and I played with it after I got back from work today. I took a nap, but I played it for like three or four hours today, also. And I've been playing it, you know. I've been moving it. It's it's kind of become its own unit. It's like it's like the NES with the ten foot cable wrapped around it, and like the little USB thing that I just plug into what USB plug I have because I have a lot of them scattered around the house. So like I either plug it into the one by the couch, but one in the living room by the TV and and the, and the couch and all that or I'll plug it in by my room. But yeah, it's been I've been doing it that way because so you, you've used really... different micro USB things to power it. Well, we have a we have a lot of micro USB chargers around the apartment. So I was kinda, curious you, if you can like... kind of just plug it into whatever cuz just just has them set up for her phone to charge like by the couch and like by the by the bed and all that. So that you can just kind of like grab one and there's also we have plugs with USB slots in them already in like pretty much all of our outlets like around so you just you just plug it you just grab a cord and plug it in we have a bunch of those mini usb chargers so it's pretty easy to just power it wherever you want i was curious i've only used the uh proprietary power brick or whatever you want to call it that came with it because i learned from uh because i have a pi 3 and i have a pi 3 which is powered by micro usb also but it doesn't work with all the bricks that you plug into the actual outlet oh yeah like it, it requires a certain, like, amperage, milliamps, or megahertz, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes that Revealing is the I don't case. know much about it, but I, yeah. I had to actually buy, like, something that was made for the Raspberry Pi 3. Like, I'd actually get on Amazon, find a power brick to plug the micro-USB cord into. Yeah. And then, so I was curious about the NES Classic, which you've just answered that question for yeah, me. Yeah, it's, it's not like that. any any cell phone charger to make it yeah. work. Well, I haven't. Sounds, I actually yeah. haven't. Actually, haven't used the brick that came with it. I've just been using the cord with whatever USB I already had plugged in. So, so I don't. Yeah, it's obviously you don't need to do that. But uh, one thing, yeah. w- one thing I didn't know, which I guess I should have. The 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 thing it already it already has a um, automatic shutoff turned on on it. So yeah. we so we dealt with that. Like uh like uh, Conan was playing it. He played through Mega Man Two on it, and uh, it auto shut down. While we while he was playing, it turned off on him. Wait, and like we were, while he was playing? Yeah, because it'll automatically do it like after like two hours or whatever. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I I saw it automatically shut down on me a little bit ago, but I thought it was because I hadn't because I was just letting the demo mode run while I was doing some other stuff, and after like thirty minutes or so, it shut down. But I had been playing it for a while before that. Yeah, I turned it off after that. But it was like one of those things where we thought it was like a fluke. You know, we were like, "Oh, what the hell is that?" Like the thing just got turned off. Like it just went off. Did he say? Did he save state at all? Yeah, no. He like we we like he like reset and saved, and and after he saved, it shut off. It automatically shut off before he rebooted the game. That's the way it worked. And we were like, what the fuck? But all the saves were still on there. Like, we restarted and everything was still there. It was just a weird, like, what happened? Then I realized, like, I'm like, oh, auto- the automatic is shut off. That's what happened. It just turned itself off. But I made... I so are there the- multiple save states on the emulators on the 3DS? Just one. 
There's only one. That's what game. I thought. So this is the first time we've had multiple save states for each yeah. game. Which I had a problem with that actually, and it's totally like kind. It's kind of convoluted how they have it set up. It is a little bit tough to yeah. figure out, but once you do, you can. No, that's create the, yeah. Control out. I figured it out now, but it's weird the way it works because like it's holding above the slots, and you want to like you know you move it over to whichever one you want, and if you push down, that doesn't work. If you push down, it goes to your old save. So if you push down and hit A on your old save, it will re it will boot that one and, and get rid of the one that you just had. Yep. Which is which fucking I, annoying. I, 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 and I yeah, first time I was doing it that happened. I played Star Tropics through the first two levels and then I went and did that and it erased my one and I was back at the first level again and I'm like, fuck. But what I didn't realize is that Star Tropics autosaves, I could have just started the game again without this without the I didn't need I didn't need that like save state. I could have just started the game like I normally would and I would have still been there, you know, because the game autosaves. I completely forgot about that. You know, it autosaves on its own. But anyway, I went back to the first level and beat the, and went through there and got through the second level and all that. But yeah, it was, so uh, it I, was weird. I think I told you, can I, can I mention my ritual? Sure. How I, how I do it. So there's four save slots. So what I'll do is I will always leave at least one empty. So I'm playing one game right now. I'm playing Zelda two. That's the one I'm like kind of focused on right now. And uh, I've never beat that game before, so I think this might be my chance to finally beat it. Because I've even played it on emulators and stuff, still with save states, still managed to like save at the wrong time and fuck myself over and kind of get frustrated and not want to play anymore, even get pretty far into the game. But with the four save states, what I really love about it is it just tells you the amount of time you've played the game yeah. in your save yes. state. So you know what your oldest save state is. Yes. So yeah. I will save it and, you know, I, I always make sure there's at least one empty slot. So after I save the game into an empty slot, I'll delete the oldest save that I have. That oh, way, okay. the next time I play, there's an empty slot. Or yeah. I'll delete all three. But I've, I've learned, like, every time I do a save state, I delete at least one other save. Just so that it's yeah. easy to, like, quickly save it and it's, you know, it's already there so I can't fuck it up. Yeah. Because like you said, yeah. if you accidentally, like, select another save state, it deletes the one you were already yeah. playing. Yeah, it's kind of goofy. Like, that part's goofy about it because it's like, there's no, like, overwrite. You can't overwrite anything. You have to, like, take something and put it away, which makes it really weird that you can lock stuff. It's like if you lock it, it's just so you can't delete it, right? You have to unlock it to delete it. That's basically how that works. Yeah, so you just can't hit the select button and move it around or... Yeah, because I thought the idea of locking it was so that you couldn't accidentally override it with another thing, but then I found out that you couldn't actually... Can't actually you can't override anything, yeah, which is weird. I don't know the whole the whole system of it took a bit for me to to meet for me to figure out because it's it's weird like how you hit reset and then you save it and then you have to like boot from what you just saved. Like if you try to go back <laughs> into the game, it'll take you right back to the beginning of the game. So it's like some weird some weird stuff in there that you kind of just have to you just got to bear with and just figure it out. You know, it's a little I, I don't it's definitely not like the smoothest way to do that. And and versus like if you played. Uh, computer emulator stuff it's a lot easier you can set save states that. to like the f keys right well like i have one of the hori actually i didn't mention this last episode but i should have when we were talking about all the video game controllers that we have i think i actually have 10 gamecube controllers because i didn't count my two japanese super nintendo gamecube controllers that i have but i, I use those i use those to play emulation games on my computer and i would just use the l and r buttons for like uh, save state and and uh for like save and load so then I could just like do it like right on the fly. Like if I'm on a boss, like I'll just like die, you know, load, die, load, and then just keep coming back until I beat the boss. 
Right, you don't have to like actually that, that wade do. through an interface to reload yeah. it. Yeah, and it makes it a lot easier <laughs> to, to, to get through stuff. But but that I understand they wanted to have the same controller, whatever. It's just a little. I don't know. The whole saving system was a little goofy for me. I figured it out now, but it took me it took me a while to, to get to get it going. The whole system, like the whole interface, not the smoothest yeah. thing at all. The whole interface of the console is based around the original NES controller, which comes with it. So yeah, because select is used for other reasons in different games and start and like holding down multiple buttons, like can do different things in different games. Like they couldn't do like hold down start and select, which is the way a lot of emulators work. Uh, yeah. The Raspberry Pi emulator that I have, uh, you do hold down start and select on the USB controller, and that brings up the save statement. Yeah. So uh, there's nothing like that in this, like because the proprietary or maybe not proprietary, whatever the default controls for each game are so different that you can't have a universal code to like you can't have a universal button press to bring up the save statement yeah. unless you use a classic. Yeah, which which I was I was messing around with that earlier today. I played a bunch of Metroid Metroid One, which I still I still love that game. That well, game I played was, a bunch of that too. Metroid is a game that I probably beat like ten times, like in my lifetime, and it's like the only it's like the only game that I was actually able to play when I was a kid, like of Nintendo made games, because like uh, Mario, like I never really had I never really had a copy of Legend of Zelda. Um, and and Mario, I felt was like too hard. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get like you know, I could like warp to eight, but then I couldn't really get to the end of that. And then you get a game over, and then you have to start over and stuff like that. And what I loved about Metroid was like Metroid, you actually never really got a game over. Like you'd find something, and then you die, and then you get a passcode, and then you could keep playing. You know, as long as you wrote it down and remembered it or keep playing it, you wouldn't really lose anything for getting killed. So it actually encouraged exploration. So I was able to just you know run around and die but figure out that i get one thing and do another thing and that was actually when i was able to beat when i was a kid so that's kind of why i like loved it so much and i played it so much was because of the forgiveness of it kind of like dragon warrior you know where you can go somewhere and die but then you come back and you have what you have but you then you can go and try it again like it's very much that same sort of thing where they don't penalize you for for getting a game over and that's what, what i love about playing that game and i was just playing it again today i played it for like two or three hours just going, which obviously I'm not going to get the cool ending now, but it's been a while since I played it. But just going around, like, checking the different sides and all that. And I just was thinking about how cool that was that you were able to do that where you could, where it doesn't actually penalize you for exploring. And that's part of what's so great about that game. Yeah, even though it has the password system, as long as you keep playing and you don't turn the game off, there is, a like, a infinite continue sort of thing going on where you'll yeah. start out. The, what do they call them? Like the different sectors, or whatever you would call it. Well, yeah, and you'll start you'll start in the different yeah you'll start in the different parts of the game if you die there. But if you like if you like go and get a get a missile and then die after you got the missile, when you come back to life, you still have that missile. Which, yeah, which so you cool, get all the you upgrades know? and stuff. It's not like it, it's not like it re, it continues. And well, this is before they had like the save rooms and all that. But I just like how forgivable it was at the time, and that is, that's what made it more approachable for me as a kid. Like you know who sucked at games when i was you know when i was like in single digits it made it made it an easier game for me to play you know because i was able to and I actually remember that i mean i found metroid in a bargain bin in toys r us and like that's how i ended up getting it was because it was super cheap and that was that what started my you know never-ending love for samus and the metroid series and all that was uh just buying it on a whim because it was cheap and it looked cool yeah there's just a little little bit of a video game history in there of me and metroid one and it's and it looks gorgeous. Like the graphics look amazing. Like 
So lo- do you use the pixel perfect mode? Um, I did. I did at first, but I've just been using four by three because I think I think it looks great. Like I did. I did the first playthrough, but four by three is like super bright and colorful, and I like the way I like the way it looks. I need to try it then. I, I've been because I feel like it. Just, I well, it best. well, whenever you turn off the system, I think it automatically defaults to four by three because oh. the because the first time I played it, I set it to pixel perfect. And then no, I was playing it today. I was like, oh, I should try four by three, and I was just like, oh, it's on four by three. It just automatically goes back to it. So you may have been playing it and didn't even know. So I think I think it re- I think it does it every time you reset, unless you have to set it separately for every game, which may be I don't know. Whatever it is, there, there's no lie that this is the best looking classic NES games have looked on an HD TV. For sure, yeah. I mean, yeah they they look, look great. They look like I remember them. Like you would describe like a flat screen CRT. Like that's kind of what you're getting with this. Yeah. Have you tried the scan lines? I hear they're, yeah, a, little, they're a little bit a big too much. Fan. Yeah, I haven't tried it at all. I mean, it, it is a it is very nostalgic. Like I I played a Doctor Mario with it for a little while. It felt like I was playing it, you know, on a little TV. Oh, that was yeah. cool. But I also knew in my brain the whole time. I'm like, eh, there's just these like you can make it look a lot better though on the yeah. screen. <laughs> that like shit. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that. Like I've I've I mean I have I have a lot of games that have that option in there. Like, I know, like, a lot of the re-released Street Fighter Arcade stuff that I had for PlayStation 3 had that option on there. But I, like, never really saw the point of it. I mean, yeah. It's just a filter. It's like, yeah, I remember I remember playing these games in arcades, but I always wanted them to look cleaner than they did, you know? You want, you want them to look like what you thought they looked like, you know, when you played them. And I didn't remember them as being, like, all having lines and looking like crap, you know? I remembered them as looking cool you know so it's like i don't know i'd rather just play it cleaner like it's just weird to put a filter on it to make it make it look worse i never really understood that or like where it like curves it i guess if you want that type i think of it's thing. just a novelty yeah it's like a novelty thing it's just it's never really worked for me like i never really found the appeal of it you know it's like and just, were you yeah. to like set this up on like some little tiny monitor and make like a whole like setup out of it maybe you would want the scan lines on it just yeah, maybe so. if, if you wanted to make a fake cabinet out of it or something like that, like an arcade cabinet. So, I mean, it's nice that's built in, but both of us know we, we just want to see the really nice, clean sprites. And, like, they look great. Like, they look – you understand better why these games stand the test of time when you can see them like you remember them. But it's the same game. It's got the same glitches and everything, but it just looks so nice. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember which game you played first when you got it? offhand i'm trying to remember i don't know which one i jumped to first oh what game did i boot up first yeah uh i should i should have wrote it down <laughs> man i should have too uh, i think the first game i loaded up was oh i know what it was it was a uh, castlevania one was was the first thing i played on it when i, when I think I, I just loaded up balloon fight because that was first on the yeah the, yeah the first thing i played the first thing i played was castlevania i went through the first level and beat the first boss and saved that was uh, and then i popped out and played another game but yeah, it's it cool. I will tell you on Mario One, I, I'm using the four saves in a different way as like a greatest hits or like a DVD sort of thing, you know. Like so, I've got it. I've got a, a oh, yeah, save set set to different levels. Right, I've got a save set up right before uh, I can do that. The extra lives in three one. So like anytime I want to just like go hop on the turtle and get a bunch of extra lives, like just for fun, you know. So that's like one of the coolest parts of that game is that secret. Life, so, like, I've got a save where I can just go back and do that whenever I feel like it. Oh, I just sure. feel like get a bunch of extra lives on the stairs. Then I've got one that's saved on the uh, the warp zone for levels two through four. 
then I've got one that's set up for the warp zone for levels six through eight. Oh, nice. No, that's cool. So then you can just pop into whatever level, like whenever you want. Yeah, except for five. I'm going to have to go through again and get the, the five warp for my fourth yeah. save. And then, and then yeah, like, you, like you're saying, I can go any world I want to immediately with the save states. So that's kind of, I'm sort of seeing like the appeal of the multiple save states in that, and not just as like maybe something like Zola 2 where you'd want to like save your save your progress, but if you fuck up too much, you want to revert to before you fucked it all up. Yeah, no, I understand that. Like, um, like we, like I said, we were playing uh, while well, I was watching uh, Conan play Mega Man 2, and Mega Man 2 has a lot of stuff in it that can fuck you over. Like, if you're playing the game regularly, you can like totally like screw yourself over to where you can't go any farther. And that's, and the save state for that really, really helps. Because towards the end there, you need to have specific weapons for, for certain guys. And if you oh, okay. run, and if you run out of the weapons, no matter how many lives you have, you're fucked. Cause you can't refill your weapons. So, yeah. So that save state, like, really, really, really helped. Like, especially for that, for the Dr. Wily stuff. Like, where you need, cause you need, like, the crash, you need the crash weapon, like, for a certain boss and you need like all of it. Like you can't waste any of it. Otherwise you won't make it through. And same with like some of his uh, other weapons, like with the one, with the one, two, three power ups, you need them for certain stuff to jump from one thing to another. So really helps, really helps on that game. But yeah, he made it through finally. Cause I remember we tried to, we remember we tried to play through Mega Man two on the Wii when it was on virtual console. And, uh, same thing like we we got we got messed up because of uh because we ran out of uh ran out of the crash and you can't get it back like there's no way to get it back really like where you were at like there's no guys to kill to like to gain to gain the powers back so you're pretty much done you're done there you got to start over again or you got to start back however many passwords you know if you have that so so it's really nice to have a to have a save state stuff on there for certain games i love the save states man like they not only are they great for like you're saying to get through the hard parts of games, but it's also like, you know, I don't feel like playing this anymore. There might have been a part of you in the past where you're like, well, I have to keep playing because I don't want to lose my progress. But now you can just be like, no, I'm going to yeah. go play some Tech Mobile for a little while because Tech Mobile's just a fun game to play, like, you know, for a little while, like play a couple games on it. I'm not really good at the seasons on it yet. I'm sure the save states are going to come into play there, but yeah, it's just it's thinking, fun to play. It's fun would... to play, like a game like that to just kind of like, Cleanse your palate if you're like getting frustrated with something else. Oh yeah, totally. And then you can just jump into something that's like quick. You could be like, "Oh, balloon fight for a minute," or "I'll like bubble bobble or something," mm-hmm. and then go to another thing. I was actually just thinking of Technobowl before you talked about Technobowl because on the same subject of like save stating, like because I when I got it, I basically like went through and like played like ten minutes of like most of the games. And like Tech yeah. Bowl, I was like, I started Tech Bowl, I got a touchdown, I saved it, I went to the next game. It's basically, it's basically what I did, you know? Like I pretty much ran, I like ran in the kickoff, which was awesome. Like the first time I played it, they kicked the ball to me. It was like the, I was the Bears against the Vikings, they kicked the ball to me and I, I ran all the way into the touchdown from the, from the, from the kickoff. So, yeah, I was yeah. told today that the Bears are the best team in the game. No, it's, uh, it's whichever one Bo, Bo Jackson's on is the best team. Oh, the LA. Because he, he's like super overpowered. But so the, the Bears, but, but the Bears one did, did well too. I don't know, uh, yeah, Conan was playing as them. I think it's LA that the Bo Jackson's on. But you can run, you could run back and forth on the, on the field with him. I don't use, I don't use him because I don't really care. I always like to play as the Bears. But Tech Mobile is like the only football game that I can play that I fully understand because there's only four moves and there's like two buttons and I love it. It's I mean, fun, I yeah. We, I, I know playing. we mentioned it before. It's like, it's super fun. It's the only, football game i can actually like actually enjoy playing everything else is 
it just seems like too much. And I've tried to get into like newer ones. I just I couldn't do it. I will say I wanted more sports games because I wanted to play like Blades of Steel and Double Dribble mm-hmm. and all those kind of games. Like because like I was playing steel. with my friend Mike today and yeah. like he was kicking my ass and Tech Mobile. He's like, yeah, I might have played this game, before, which he was the Bears and I was Indianapolis. Oh, okay. He was yeah. kicking my ass and the game the game at the game over. I had five points and he had like forty something. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. All my running plays, like he was ready to go. Like he totally had been playing. He played that game a lot back then. Sure. I, so well, for I, me, I was like, man, I wish Double Dribble was on here because I could kick his ass in Double Dribble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, we but, ended up playing Double Dragon two for a little while, and I lasted longer than him, so I felt a little better at that. The two sure. player works great with the. You know, you don't need to buy another controller unless you want. You really want that at NES controller. If yeah. you have a classic controller it works great the only problem with the uh classic controller especially well with the original classic controller like the super nintendo one you can only play it as second player if you want to play two player because the hook the hook for the whatever the arm strap the plastic hook covers the second controller pad if you put it in the oh okay because it goes you know it comes out to the right it'll you won't be able to plug two controllers in like that at least for the original one. I haven't tried. I have the Classic Controller Pro, which I bought. That's the for, one I, for, that's Which the I one got I for cheap. The black one that looks like a super, that looks like a PlayStation controller. Does that's that the one, one I have. Does that one have the plastic thing on it too? The plastic hook I'm for, not the, sure. for the arm, for the armrest, or for the because wrist strap? I, w- I was being a nice host and I let him like have the first player with the nice controller. I just plugged in mine. As a second. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I haven't tried yeah. to play around with yeah, because I noticed that today when I plugged in the Super Nintendo ones, which I really like those ones, the ones that are like just Super Nintendo controllers with analog sticks. They were the first the first run of uh, classic controllers. And I plugged that in, and I noticed that I was like, oh, I can't do this with two because it blocks the second side. I mean, you can take it apart, but... Yeah. I'm pretty sure the plugs are the same on both. Yeah. It's interesting to point that out. Yeah. But uh, on the topic of Bears being the best team or whatever on uh, Tech Mobile... I, when it was on Virtual Console on Wii, I played it with my friend Justin, and I played as the Bears, and he intercepted every single throw that I that I did. So, same sort of thing. He played it a shitload when he was a kid. You know, some people just know that game. Oh, he well. intercepted every. So don't get discouraged. <laughs> you know, if you're good enough, you can intercept everything. That's well, no, I, I, I do could, well I when score. I play the yeah. single player mode, but that was the first time I played with that game with another player because I have it on my 3ds. Yeah, and when I was playing with him today, he was just kicking my ass. But the the thing about it was like it didn't suck that much because like he was having a ton of fun, and I was like, yeah, because I just wanted to like kind of show off this little thing I bought. I was like, hey, come check this out. And he's like, oh, really? What, what games you got? And we like ended up playing Tech Mobile for like half yeah. an hour. You know, like it was awesome. Like I've I've already put I've probably played this console for six or seven hours since I bought it. Yeah, I think I've played it for I, I might have played it for longer than that. But yeah, about that, maybe like ten hours. And uh, Jess, uh, Jess was playing Mario Brothers 2. Like, she really likes Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, and that's so, the other so thing. She's playing that game. I realize that I have not repurchased that game since the NES version. Like, I own it on the NES, but I haven't really played it on the NES because I don't have, like, a good NES. I just have a Famiclone. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, like, the, the picture's really bad on it. But uh, I was playing uh, 2 on, on this, and I'm like, man, I, I did play this game a lot, like, when I was a kid, sure. Yeah, I played. I played the shit out of Mario Two when I was a kid. I just never really got back into it until now. And I'm like, well, this game's actually pretty fun. And like, I was remembering like where the secrets were. And I was getting that tension in my gut whenever I'd have to like carry a key with that thing chasing me. And, oh yeah, the the mask. Those masks are always freaky. They'd chase you, chase you out of the vases. And the snippets right. and the shy guys. They look great. Uh, 
Oh yeah, everything looks great. Like the uh, yeah, the pixel art's very cool. So, yeah, this thing's awesome. Like, I mean, I may have mentioned it. I think we talked about it like back when it was first announced. Where we like, I think one of the things I said was like, if you can find twelve games you like out of the thirty, then it's worth it because you paid five dollars each for the games. Yeah. So what they charge on the e- eShop. Now yeah. the way I think about it is. If you're going to pay 60 bucks for a game, pay 60 bucks for this thing because you don't need a console. Like, Yeah, it's the same price. It comes with everything you yeah. need and it has 30 games in it. It's not just, you know, don't think of it just as 30 games for two bucks a piece. Think of it as I can take this anywhere I go with 30 games and everything comes in the box that I need to plug it for sure. to any TV. Yeah. And play well. You know, you need a second controller to make it a party system. Yeah. I already had the classic controller, so. Well, yeah, we all did. I, I already have had three classic controllers i do uh, on the subject of mario 2 i do kind of miss even though it's, it's, it's such a hard game and i can't really play it it just kind of make me a little sad that like the japanese super mario brothers 2 isn't on there i kind of feel like it, it should have been on there still i mean i guess it's like not really a, cla- a crowd pleaser for what they're going for but i felt like well, it mario, also was mario... never in, it was never in it was never an nes release it didn't come out in the u.s until super Nintendo. Well, yeah, but it, but there was a but there was a version of it that you could buy on Wii. They did they did an import yeah. of it, and it would be cool if they put that on there. If they put the import on there, I mean, I I, I, I mean, I felt like it was in, like the Mario package was incomplete. I mean, really, like scrap Mario Brothers. Come on, nobody plays that game. Like really, like I don't know. Like I was gonna say, like, I haven't even they, booted that one up. Yeah, me either. Yeah. It's like it's like for me, like there's probably like five of them that I'm like probably not gonna play, and if I do, I'll play for like a second. Like Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. I mean, maybe Donkey Kong a little bit, but it's not even the same as the arcade. Like, cause they cut that one level out. There's no so, Pie Factory. So yeah, the Pie Factory level's gone. So like those those two games plus Mario Brothers and Ice Climbers are games that I'll like never play on there. You know, which yep. it's like why? Like especially Ice Climbers and Mario because I think they have awful awful controls. Like this, it's super. It just doesn't feel right. Especially you Ice look Climber. at the. Uh... The chronolo- you can uh, change the arrangement of the games to chronological. Oh, can you? I didn't know that. Yeah, and Excite Bike's the first game, and it's like, man, Excite Bike stood the test of time. Like, it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, Excite Bike's and, cool. Like, Ice Climbers and Mario Brothers fall like later on. They're a few games down before they even show up. So it's like they these not, games yeah. are even kind of <laughs> crappy at the time. Yeah, they did not stand the test of time at all cuz I tried playing those on NES Remix and I'm like, man, these controls are shot. Like this this does not does not work well at all. But so I haven't, I haven't touched those. I haven't touched Zelda 2. Yeah, that's something that maybe I'll Zelda try to play through. Zelda 2 is a lot of fun on this. Yeah. We should it, do a uh, This console this console was made to like get through Zelda 2. That's how I kind of feel. Oh, sure. I really want. Yeah, there's a whole exploration of it. Well, I I just love it. I love it, and I remember way back in the day when we had the cartridge, and we had an old cartridge, and the battery was failing on it. It was just like a huge, like, what for to, like, get far into the game, and then it would just erase itself. Yeah. Where you don't have to worry about that anymore. Like, your own, you know, idiocy can actually accidentally cause you to erase a file. Well, you have nothing yourself. In the, well, and the interface. And the but you're not going to yeah. <laughs> It's not just going to erase itself, you know. It's in flash memory. It's different. It's not saved on a battery yeah. that you have to replace if it goes out. Which is great. And hopefully it'll, you know, as long as you don't, like, rub a bunch of magnets on it or something, it should be fine. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, but totally. yeah, I've been playing the first Zelda. I've gotten through the first couple of castles on that. I've told you about saving the stuff on uh, Mario 1. I'm, I'm yeah. set up on Mario 3 with a save state where I can, I've got two whistles so I can go straight to 8 if I feel like it. And I've gotten oh, a bunch cool. of extra yeah. lives. So, like, I've got, got like, a, yeah. 
I've got a beefed up character for that game if I want to finish it. So that's kind of been a fun thing too, going from game to game and just kind of like setting myself up to where I can go back to it and like power through it like a yeah. bunch of lives. Oh yeah, whatever. sure. And then yeah. Kid Icarus, I played Kid Icarus for a little while and yeah, I've I been finally touched, that game, I think. I haven't touched that one just because I don't, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. I've tried to. I even got the 3D version on 3DS. The music is so good. It is, but I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's like, I just, I couldn't, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't understand. The controls it, are I really guess. tight, dude. They're fine, but I mean, I don't, I don't get, I don't get the way it works. Like, I don't understand. There's a lot of annoying enemies in it and I don't, I don't really understand like what you're supposed to get or where you're supposed to go and, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's like a, it's basically has the same engine as Metroid and I'd rather play Metroid. It's kind of, it's kind of part of it, but I'll give it a try again, but I've, I've tried, given it a try so many times that it's like, ugh. Oh, I played a, speaking of ugh, I played Final Fantasy 1 for a while earlier. That was kind of fun. It, t- it took me a bit to figure out where the, um, cause I don't think I've ever played Final Fantasy 1, like on the NES straight up. I played the remake of it on Game Boy Advance, but I never played the original one, so. I was having fun with that. It kind of sucks. One thing I learned that I dislike strongly is that you don't know what the items, who the items are for in the shops. You don't. Yeah, they don't. But but if you scan the um, one thing that's really cool, if you scan that thing with your phone and you get the manuals, you get like the hundred page manual that that you could get for Final Fantasy one. That came out oh. like, when it came out. It was like a walkthrough through the first part of the game, right? Yeah, it tells you like everything, and there's a and there's a chart there that that shows you like what goes with what class. Because I I scanned it just to see, but yeah, you know, like the QR code that's on there, where you if you go up to the top and you go to manuals, yeah, and there's a QR code. If you scan that, it'll show you. It'll basically have all of the manuals like alphabetized. But if you go to if you go to the Final Fantasy one. It's like the original manual that I think was, it's like 89 pages, something like that. It's all on there. So you can like totally read through like everything about the game and it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Like I looked through that and I was like, oh, okay, this is, yeah. So then it'll say like, this goes to this person. Yeah. Cause you can buy it and then it'll say like, you can't equip it like after you get it, but it kind of explains to you. It says like what you should have from the beginning. It's like, you should equip these guys with this out of the gate, you know, and if you have these certain classes or whatever, but, um, but yeah, I was having fun with that. I have like a, what I have a black mage, warrior, thief, and and uh, paladin or a, whatever they're called the the black belt guys. They're uh, oh nice yeah. I've got yeah. a very similar party except instead yeah. of a paladin, I've got a uh, white mage. He's not he's not called pal he's not called paladin. What do, what do they call them? Monk in uh, I think in Final Fantasy VI he was a monk. The the guy, the karate guys that that learned the moves. Uh, what's his face? So it was a uh, was one, the guy with the crazy hair with the with the spiky hair. In Final Fantasy VI, Sabin, says his name. Oh yes, Sabin. Yeah, but yeah, this, uh, yeah. So it's, but I, I basically, I've just been walking around leveling up, and everybody's been at like level two. And I basically, I, because I, I was in the castle, and I forgot that there's a town next to the castle where you can get all your items from. So I just basically went straight to the first dungeon and fought the boss with like no weapons at the very beginning, and just got my ass kicked. It was hilarious. Yeah, I think you have to grind a little bit to beat. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, no, you do, but I couldn't find any weapons, and I and I forgot that there was a town there next to that. There's a separate place that you go aside from the castle. So I oh, just right. went, so I just went straight to the first boss and tried to fight him with no weapons. Again, got my ass kicked, but it was just funny that I made it all the way there, and then I was just trying to punch him to death, and it just <laughs> wasn't working. But yeah, it's super fun. Uh, I, sorry for anybody who didn't get one, but. There'll be more, or they're saying there'll be more in December. Nintendo's saying that they're going to try to make a lot more of them. So hopefully it'll be a thing that we can actually get and give to our loved ones and all that. Well, and I think, like, so 
a lot of the demand is people trying to get a hold of one for Christmas because yeah. everybody wants one of these things. Like it's a great stocking I, stuffer. People I didn't even know cared about games like want this thing. Like it's just like you, yeah, it's a stocking stuffer. It's but it, it's an expensive stocking stuffer. But it's a stocking stuffer. But it's like the price of a brand new game. Like you know, I spent sixty bucks on Color Splash. The same yeah. amount I spent on this, and I'm like sure. a lot happier with this than Color Splash. Like, so I guess it's not that expensive. Like when you consider what it. I offers. mean, you have you have hours of enjoyment that you'll get out of it. That and some of them that you will enjoy until the end of time. You know, there's so many good games on there. So many like important games that revolutionized the video game industry. So it's important stuff to play. You know, and it's and a I great think... way to give it to like a younger gamer, or, like a cousin, or like a nephew or whatever, and as a Christmas thing, and be like, here. Here's history right here in a little box. Or even a great thing to just carry around with you if you want to, like, go visit your family and be like, hey, you guys want to play some games? And like like you said, like, play with your nephew, play with your yeah. little brother, play with your uh, older sister. Like, just be like, hey, let's play some tech mobile. Like, just plug it in. Like, <laughs> it's a thing to do. And, like, it's all set up and, and it looks great. It's fun. And I think when people see other people playing it, they want to play it. That's how I feel. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I think that the downright like obsession of people wanting to get a hold of this thing is great because that means there's going to be more of them. It's not just more of this one, but there's going to be further, you know, there's going to be another NES one with different games or there's going to be a Super Nintendo, like we've said before. That's what Maybe I really hope for. I'm, I'm hoping for that Game Boy one. I want a little Game Boy one that you can put in your pocket that has like 30 original Game Boy games in it and is backlit. That would be awesome. Like that would I would be totally into that. You know, like Mario like Mario Land like one through three and like a Wario like the Wario game and like I know they can't they don't have Tetris anymore, but it would be so cool to like just be able to put like thirty thirty Game Boy games in a little little handheld Game Boy, like miniature one with a bat with a backlit screen would be would be what I would love what I would love to carry around. You know, one that's like pocket size. But they definitely nailed the interface and the little like I think that's an original song that's playing like as the uh like It is, yeah, the the menu screen. And it sounds great. Song. It's it, it showcases all the different like sound effects the Super Nintendo would make and a cohesive song and like it's the catchy song, like just by itself. I love that song. Yeah, yeah. Like I've just let sure. the song play instead of choosing a game, just being like, Wow, this song's great. And then if you leave it alone, it does a little, a little demos. Up, yeah. And they'll show you like different options you can choose and stuff. So, you know, if someone, if you gave this to someone and they didn't know what to do with it, you would say, just plug it in and watch it for a while. And I think that would be a, you know, a legit thing to say to someone. Just watch it for a little while and it'll totally show you like, oh, you can go and change the picture mode here or you can go here and like play this game for a little while, like, and show demo modes of games like Mario 3 and stuff where there wasn't originally like a demo version of Mario 3, like in the original NES. Where you could see him play levels and stuff. Oh. No, it, it would, well, it did a demo mode, though, sort of. It would do, like, that animation, like, when you left it going, of them, like, fighting yeah, but, over the leaf or whatever at the beginning. But it'll actually show, like, a little... There's actually a little spot where it, like, plays through a level and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, like, what was it? Uh, like, Mystic Quest? Where if you yeah. leave it going, it'll show you how to beat the beginning or something. <laughs> it'll show you how to play through the first dungeon. Didn't it have some sort of demo on there that you mentioned? Yeah. No, yes. no, when we uh when we did that podcast I was just yeah astounded by how long that demo was. It was like thirty minutes yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well we're we're like we're like two hours, so I feel like I feel like we talked uh, we talked plenty about the NS Classic and I'm sure we're gonna continue to to talk about it through through episodes to come. But you know, it sounds like we're both pretty pretty happy with our purchases, aside with a little bit of little bit of foibles in the uh in in the whole saving 
area and all that, but it's stuff you get. And the short chords, which and the short chords doesn't which, really matter if yeah. you have a good setup. Yeah, I found a way around it. I mean, I say just just buy an extension, just buy a just buy a HDMI extension, and you'll be you'll be fine. But yeah, I uh, I think that's I think that's good for this week. Is there anything else you want to say about the NES Classic? Seems like you have it set it up pretty well, where you can do other like, than I love it. Hits. Yeah, not really. Yeah, and we'll and we'll talk we'll talk more into the games individually because now we now we have them and we can play them and get into them. I'd like to do an episode about Zelda too. I'd like to. I mean, I don't know if there's any information out there, but I'd love to know like what they were thinking and their design of that game and like why had they why they like deterred so much from the what the first one was, you know, and then why they never really went back to that either, you know. I know. I guess the, I guess you could say like the the second movie is always like the one that's you know if it's like you're looking at movies they do that where the second one's super weird and then the third one goes back to the formula of the first one. Well, it, I mean, that, like little, that for a, a lot little spoiler of, for a lot of series. Yeah, a, a little spoiler is that Zelda two came out in Japan before the first Zelda came out here. So. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we'll talk about it. Was, that it was it was already happening in Japan long before we saw the Zelda universe. Oh, okay. Well, there's a little teaser for uh, whenever we get to that. Might be next week, might be later. We'll see. Thanks for listening to us. You know, it's a Nintendo main podcast. I'm sure I said that earlier. But <laughs> you can listen to us on iTunes and whatever uh, whatever other podcast network you listen to. You can email us, nintendomain.podcast at gmail.com. Or it's, uh, you check us out on nintendomainpodcast.com. And we've been your hosts, uh, Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. And we'll see you next week. See ya.